0: Snoop with a shot, rebound, scores! Sheep hits home! They did score! Neil Hoffenmeyer! 12-4,
1: Stutzlaff! Ty Bellimer! On, there is nothing surprising
2: about Conor Medard doing this. Alex Forbenton, and it's...
0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 33 of the Zoopcast. I'm Adam, alongside, as always, Louie and Josh. Uh, first round of the playoffs is over. A um, lot of Game 7s. A lot of Game 7s, which I think was good because it offset the fact that a lot of the games were not very good, <laughs> like the, the individual game, which we talked about last episode. Uh, but we're going to get to a round one recap in a bit. Which we will then lead into a round two preview. Maybe we'll check on our for our bracket that we made, uh, see how that's going. I know one series that is not going very well, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, we're going to update a bit about SENS at the World Championships. Some good news, some bad news. So we will see what's going on over there. And then I'm very excited for this last part because we're going to revisit some of you, some of you very you know, good desired. Or not. What, what am I talking? About? I'm so tired. A lot of the valuable listeners here uh, will remember our over unders from like what, eight months ago, ten months ago. Oh, Around then, yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna revisit them, see how we did, um, and uh, and that's gonna be the episode for today. So to start off, round one recap. Uh, there were a lot of game sevens, as I said, and a lot of the game sevens were really good. Like they were some really, really good game sevens. Like they were all
2: pretty much like top tier, right? Yeah,
0: there's five of them, right? Five game sevens in total. Were they all one goal games? Well, I think. Well, which ones went? Leafs went to overtime, or no? Leafs, no. Leafs. Didn't Carolina went to overtime. was three two. Yeah, Carolina yeah. was three two, and then the other three all went to overtime. I think. Well, no, not Edmonton. Oh no, Edmonton was two nothing. Oh, Edmonton was two nothing. No, the other two went to overtime. New York yes. and bit, and yeah. and uh, Calgary went to overtime. They were all very good games. I watched all of them. Um, of course. They made up for the rest of the round because, as we said, we discussed this last time, but, you know, Louie and Josh both agreed that the, the the individual games, despite like, you know, for the Leaf series, for example, went seven games, which is great, but a lot of blowouts in there. There was like a 7-4, there was a 5-1 um it was just a really weird like build up to like it was a great dramatic
2: ending (laughs) to the first round but the the whole build up was pretty off-putting with just how lopsided some of the games were and like i don't know it just felt wrong i don't know
0: well while we're on the leafs we should talk about the leafs (laughs) because oh man what a night that was on twitter that was i first of all would like to congratulate on the behalf of the Zoopcast. uh Congratulate Twitter for a fantastic evening as that game was going down. Everybody vibes. Yeah, really good content by everybody. A round of applause to everyone involved. Uh, Josh, you haven't said anything yet. Uh, What do you think the Leafs should do? Because a lot of people think that the Leafs should blow it up, but the Leafs seem to think that they are perfectly content running it back, making a change or two maybe. And trying to get over the hump with the same group. So, what's the, what's the deal? Um, if, I,
1: if I was a Leafs fan, I'd tell them to stay with the same group. Because, like, I mean, they they almost won that series, right? And that, like, Tampa's one of the best teams in the league, obviously. Like, they almost beat them. But as a Sense fan, they should fire <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: because
1: Dubis is a very large Sense fan. Yes. And, I mean, if there's a change in ownership this summer in Ottawa, and a GM vacancy were to randomly occur, due randomly, yeah randomly. Dubis would just have his lined up with a GM opening. So as a sense fan, I hope they blow it up and fire Dubis. But as like, if if I was trying to make the Leafs stay good, and I was in like a super high up position where I had that say, I would I just I would keep it the same, like make minor changes, but don't blow it up because they're still a very good team.
2: Now, and just I'm sorry. Yeah. Imagine. Pierre Maguire is gone now. Imagine in the press box after a win, even if there isn't a vacancy, the sends are sensing and all you look up, the camera looks up to the press box and all you see is Pierre Dorion and Kyle Dubas
0: with the fist bump part. (laughs) Yeah, but they, but they get it right. They hit it this time. They, they, it's, it's a good fist bump. It's the firm and, and it looks good. It's not flimsy. They don't miss. Um, Yeah. We, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Kyle Dubas. But I mean, if if you, if you heard the, the Brendan Shanahan conference, um, today, uh, then you would know that he has kind of given him like a, uh, he's kind of backed his guy and, and Kyle Dubas is staying next year and Sheldon Keefe is staying next year. So it seems like they are going to run it back. Um, and we'll, uh, We'll see how that goes for them. Obviously, as a Saints fan, I hope that they don't win. I I really hope that they do not win. But they were close. You ought to give it to them. It's a fair point that Josh brought up, right? Like the uh, they were playing the defending two time Cup chance, brought them to seven games. It was a one goal game. Um, so maybe they win around next year. Who knows? Depends who they play. But uh, we'll see how that shakes Jones. down. But as for the, the yeah, well, as for the actual game itself. Our our beloved lost son, Nicholas Paul, decided you to mean Paul show Nick, up. Of course. I mean Paul Nick decided to show up and just be a beast and just make everybody so happy. That picture of him scoring, he scores two goals, by the way, including the game winner. They win. That second goal where he scores and then just stares down the whole crowd. Like he's like Lemire Kretzky. And the fans are like, are you kidding me? We're getting destroyed by Nick Paul in a game seven against the Lightning. He hasn't scored at all, all series. To be fair, Nick Paul was their best player. Like I'm not even being biased. Like he was unreal. He
2: could have got the hat trick on the empty net or It almost happens. totally.
0: Yeah, totally could have. And the whole series he was buzzing. He was so do I'm so happy for Nick Paul. Um, that was funny, man. That was like, honestly, I was talking about it. I was sitting with uh, with my buddy there. We were watching the game. but Bef- Right before the game, we're like, what's the best outcome? And I'm like, okay, obviously you want the Leafs to lose. He's like, yeah. But like, what's the most Leafs way that that can happen? I'm like, "Well, oh, Nick Paul maybe gets the game winner in overtime. Now, it didn't go to overtime, but I'm going to give myself a-, a win for that because – that that was perfect, what happened. That was fantastic. All-time uh, sensing, honestly. It was an all-time <laughs> sensing by Nick Fall. Like He carries the tradition on from team to team. Uh, but there was some controversy in the game. Uh, Leaf scored. Sean Tavares, quote-unquote, scored a goal, which was called back because Justin Hall like threw a pick on a guy, essentially. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, because I have my opinion. But, Louis, maybe you could share yours before, and we can we can see where we all stand well
2: you're not allowed to run a pick especially when it's like a scoring chance like this The like Tavares doesn't score there if hall doesn't get in the way and you know interfere with who was it was it sorelli who was i think it was sorelli yeah and then they collided i think sorelli ended up or no hall fell sorelli fell i don't even remember <laughs> but anyway got in the way and it gave Tavares all the time and space. And, you know, he didn't have the puck. It's a pick play. You're not allowed to do that. It's textbook
0: interference. Yes. Like I, I don't yeah. get why
2: anyone would think otherwise.
0: I think the thing that Leafs fans were saying, and that's some other people, because I, I don't want to say just Leafs fans, because there were other people yeah, yeah. who were saying it too, is that it's a, pe- like, it's a penalty. Like they widely agreed that that play is a penalty, but it doesn't often get totally always called like it happens frequently and sometimes refs just disregard it because it's like, okay, well, whatever. Like, it's just like, he was just skating there, but people were, yeah. Like people were mad that they called it in that scenario when it's not always called. Well, when he has the puck in the high slot like that, and he's getting a good chance, of course,
2: you're going to be on, you're going to see it and call it, you know, it's not like it's happening behind the play on a very inconsequential event.
0: Yeah. I I agree with that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's over. (laughs) Can't call it back. You can debate about it all you want, but the Leafs lose. Um, and that's, that's why today is a good day. That's why everybody had fun. Um, that wasn't the only sensing though of the game sevens Our long forgotten favorite Ottawa Senator, Cody Ceci just absolutely wires the game winner, uh, past Jonathan quick for the Oilers to set up. Thank God the battle of Alberta. That's going to be unreal. Uh, Josh, what were your thoughts on that on that Cody Ceci goal? Best shot of his career or what? Absolutely. Well, second best shot after the one with the Leafs. <laughs> yes. That's the net by 25 yes. feet. Yeah, a shot. But yeah. seriously, when
1: I saw that goal, like that was the first thing I thought of was like, remember when he just wired that like so far wide? How yeah. did he just score that? Like how <laughs> yeah. was it the same player? Yeah. But it was also just funny like, because if I, yeah, it was it was the same night as the Leafs game, right? Yes. So it was like, we just watched Nick Paul score both goals for Tampa. Now I'm sitting here; it's the third period of a one nothing game where Cody Ceci has the only goal. Like, how are the Sens <laughs> still, or you know, just like Sens in general still um, the main character of the topic. league? Yeah, the uh, in game league?
0: seven of the yeah. first round when they've been I eliminated know. since like November. <laughs> and it does not stop there. The Oilers win. McDavid scores a great goal. It's two nothing. They win. Battle of Alberta. The Rangers and Penguins played a game seven and oh it's like who's a former who's a former son on the oh oh mika's advantage plays on the rangers well good thing he had two goals in the game seven like did he come two in the game seven did he i thought he had two one oh, i think
2: he might have had two no, and he had six. a goal and
0: two assists okay, oh, okay three yeah.
2: points game he tied game. it with like five minutes left. yeah he tied it yeah. with five
0: minutes left and then panarin scored the ot winner mm-hmm. that's a that's a sensing i'd be willing to call it that to an extent no. not not to the nick ball extent that's a sensing no yeah. no but you know it's a sensing the rangers win somehow the penguins blow a 3-1 lead and now the they goal are...
1: shouldn't have counted okay
0: well <laughs> <laughs> throw it out there topic of controversy you want to defend your position oh well not not literally like well it was just you know the play with
1: lafreniere behind the net that made i was it friedman no uh Pedersen
2: yeah have to go
1: off because he didn't have his helmet now I mean Pedersen could have totally just grabbed his helmet and thrown it on his head but like Lafreniere put him in a chokehold and popped his helmet off his head and then while Pedersen was changing before Letang had a chance to get everyone back into position they scored the tying goal but this is as someone who's upset that the Rangers moved on because they're not a good hockey team not someone who like I mean, I'd like rather it's, the it's Rangers over the, the Penguins. One. No, I, I wanted the Penguins to win. Like, the Rangers uh, are just... I'm still scarred. We keep saying it every episode. The Rangers are a bottom 10 team with, like, But like it's so funny. Goalie. They it's had, like, funny. a 33% expected goal share, and they won the series. But that's... It just... Like, that's just the trick to winning, <laughs> is just have the most insane goalie at the right time. Like, that's no fun
0: no the penguins losing is the penguins losing is funny in my opinion but I it is. It oh out. and
1: i mean we're kind of touching on first round recap but like there's rumors that they offer both malkin and Latang insanely bad contracts yeah like, three yeah. years five mil a year for
0: two guys and apparently which... sorry go, go ahead keep no i'll keep going
1: i was just gonna say like Latang. i mean the sens are looking for a right-handed d like i would offer him way more than three times five
0: sure i would
1: yeah. probably offer him like four times seven something like that like I I don't know how old is he exactly I'm not 100% sure so I don't want to say exactly how much I'd offer but he was an amazing defenseman this year and he's right-handed which is obviously a need for most NHL teams and then Malkin is still a very very good player and they're
0: lowballing them so hard guys who have been there their entire careers it doesn't make sense exactly I was gonna say franchise cornerstones apparently Mm -hmm. Crosby was not happy about those contracts yeah that's that was another part of that report so things are peachy in Pittsburgh Thank God. But Tang is thirty five, by the way. Tang is thirty five. Okay, I wouldn't give him four times seven. but
1: yeah. <laughs> I would give him more than
0: three times five. Maybe three times seven
1: or eight. Kind of get it shorter term, so he's not thirty nine. So good, he almost
2: got seventy points this year.
0: Like, jeez. Yeah. it's crazy. But uh, but either way, we'll see what happens with the with the fallout here for the Pens, um, as their the era starts to kind of fade out for them. But we'll see uh, what goes on there, and then finally. If you thought that was it for Sens being main characters in the Stanley Cup playoffs, how about a current player for the team just going to the Flames game, picking up a kid, putting him on his shoulders and celebrating his brother winning a game seven? That's pretty cool. Brady Kachuk, just like, like there were some Sens fans that I saw that were like, oh, this is such a bad look. Like, he's going to another team's game. Like, dude, come on. His he was playing. literally,
2: like, promoting the sends during his interview. Uh, like, yeah, mid, I know. Like, before, during the game. And, by the way, we also got a Nemesnikov goal in that game. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. Vladislav <laughs> <laughs> Nemesnikov. But, yeah, Brady was fired up. He was firing up the red lot there in Calgary. That looked like a cool place, actually, the red lot. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. It looked like lot of people packed it. Both
2: Alberta teams just had full on like not only the arena obviously, but like they had the full lot outside too. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. The Edmonton one looked cool too. Edmonton Mm -hmm. one looked great. That's gonna be that. Let's I mean we could just transition right into it here. The round two is gonna be is there are so many good series here. Like there are a lot of really good series in round two. Um, the Battle of Alberta obviously, well advertised. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Like I it's gonna be. I, I want that game to go, or I want that series to go seven games more than I wanted anything in my entire life. I think it like will. Every it game's going
2: to be like five, six, five, eight, seven. <laughs> yeah, Four fights, seven. Like, oh. They're going to be
0: digging into their AHL. Like black aces might play. Honestly. Like I think pe- there there's going to be some death and destruction in that series. But anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. What are you, what is your prediction? Louis? battle of Alberta.
2: Well, I I do think it'll go just from the nature. It's a battle of Alberta. It's going to go seven. Like laws of the universe. It's going to be a high scoring, going to go all the way down to the end. I do think, man, but if it, if it's that volatile of a series, like I could totally see Edmonton with like McDavid and Dryaset will go out, but like my instincts just say Calgary. Yep. There's such a much better team.
0: Did you see the Daryl Sutter quote today? No, I didn't. Okay, so Daryl Sutter. Daryl Sutter, by the way, for for to compare this to Sense fans, this is like Guy Boucher level like media availabilities with him. Like he's fantastic. Oh, he's great. And so Daryl Sutter goes to the podium today. And someone asked him, like, oh, you know, Battle of Alberta. Like, this is gonna be like so crazy for the fans. <laughs> Daryl Sutter, he goes like, oh, you know, uh for those not in Alberta, uh, here, Alberta has been province since 1905. <laughs> And here's the three things. He says, here's the three things that bring Albertans together. Number one, sports. <laughs> number number two, church. Number three, music. That's it. And everyone was like, what, <laughs> 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 was like, what does that even mean? It's just, what, is, what, is, what are you talking about? He's hilarious. I love Daryl Sutter. I kind of want the Flames to advance just so we get more Daryl Sutter. Yeah, I mean, honestly,
2: that's worth it. Totally. Yeah.
0: So, uh, we'll see how that goes, Battle of Alberta. Josh, what do you think? If Oilers are going to pull it out on the upset or what? <laughs> I think it could be another one, like, kind of like the, the way that the Leafs and Lightning went, where
1: it's a bunch of not close games. Kind of like, yeah. you have one game where, you know, the Oilers come out and Markstrom's not on his game, and they blow them out. And then you have another game where Markstrom is on his game, and then You know, Mike Smith isn't very good, and he's 40 years old. So, like, it could be a blow the other way. I mean, I'm hoping it's close games, but – and I do hope they're high scoring as well. I don't know. It's just, like – it's almost like the same thing with the Stars for Calgary. Like, it's almost a one-line team when you put Drysaddle and McDavid on the same line. Yeah, Yeah. The only difference is they don't have the defensive – under their new coach but they still don't have the defensive ability that Dallas showed against them I don't think in the first round no. so I could totally see I could see it going either way like I can't even make a prediction it's just you want to say Calgary but then it's literally McDavid I, yeah
0: I don't know that's true I personally McDavid, I want Edmonton to win I think I think I agree with you cool. I would like to see more Edmonton because they're more yeah. fun but I want to see mean, McDavid going around I mean McDavid was, was unreal in that first God. series like Third most points game. in a playoff series, all time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I
2: mean his goal, his sec- oh, the second oh, goal in yeah. Game on. Seven. Good lord!
0: Like, like he's got, he's one on five there for like <laughs> forty seconds, but he's just like <laughs> ripping. Of course, it's gonna be a goal. Cool. I uh, I'm gonna be very excited. I'm gonna watch every game of this series for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. And that uh, is also not the only inter-province stash, or slash state rivalry game, or rivalry series in the second round. Because Florida's playing Tampa again, which was a yes. great series last year. Um, the return of Ryan Lomberg. Let's go. That's what the storyline is. That's what everyone's paying attention to. The return of Ryan Lomberg. Um, Nick Paul's first uh, taste of the Battle of Florida there. I'm sure he'll step up on the big stage. This, this one could go either way, too. I'm excited for this series. I, don't, I haven't watched a lot of Florida this year. But what I will say is I watched most of the Toronto series. And there were times where Tampa Bay did not look incredibly excellent. Like, they were definitely the, the worser team in that series for a, a good bit of it. And you could to be fair, you could also say for Florida, if it weren't for Carter Verhage, they would probably not even be still here. So
2: He was a monster.
0: The, was, he was gross in the first series. He was disgusting. Um, so these are two teams that probably want to prove that they're not just, you know, fluky on their series. Um, obviously, big rivals. I don't know who to take. I, I'm. I think I kind of want to take Tampa Bay off instinct, Louis. If you agree or disagree,
2: <laughs> I. I still think I'm going to go with Florida. And I've seen a lot of people just say, "Yeah, Florida was absolutely awful against Washington." It's like, yeah, they weren't. They weren't at their best. But like every team has those moments. They yep. still got out in six, which yep. most series didn't. It's True. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good point. and like they were like, "Oh yeah, Tampa's just going to like." Floor them, just absolutely just destroy the Panthers. It's like what? What? I don't <laughs> yeah. see that happening. Like this is another one where I think it's almost certainly going to go six or seven. Obviously, yeah. anything can happen, but that's where I'd put my money. And I, I still do think Florida would win.
0: Josh, thoughts?
1: Uh, I think here's here's how I'm going to put it. Okay. Florida either wins in five or six games, or Tampa wins in seven. That's what I think is going to happen. Like if it yep. goes a distance, I think Tampa wins. But if one team wins it in, like, a shorter amount of time, like, you know, they either route them, f- you know, four to one, or they get a bit lucky and win quick, I think it's Florida. Um, I want Florida to win. Like, I want a Florida-Colorado final. Like, we talked about Please. it on our playoff preview. It was just such a good series. So, I want Florida to win, especially just because Tampa's already won twice in a row. It's fair. Um, it would also be funny the – it was, how funny would it be if Florida won in five after all the discussion of, like, yeah, the Leafs lost at seven, but it was still, like, such a good team. Yeah. And then they get destroyed <laughs> by Florida in five yeah, games.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: I mean, yes, Tampa is actually a very good team, but it would yes, just obviously. be funny to the narrative if uh, Florida, swept, like, destroyed them. So, I'm cheering for Florida, but is such a wild card,
0: so... It's true. Never know. We'll see what happens there. I think... Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's going to go seven games. I think it's going to be fun. And I think... Whoever. I don't know. You n- you never know what can happen in these series. That's the thing. Really hard to predict, which we learned the hard way with our playoff predictions, which we may or may not repeat later. But either way, our, hey, our final is still alive. That's all that I care about. Our final yeah. is still alive.
2: I mean, we got six out of eight, I think, in terms of like winners. Probably. We take series. Boston. Yeah, yeah, we took we Boston, Boston, and we took Minnesota. Minnesota. Well,
0: we didn't, just, we didn't just take Minnesota. Let's no, we did, those. and we move on. Minnesota did not sweep the Blues. By the way,
1: Minnesota absolutely dominated St. Yeah. Louis in that series. So, um, move,
0: so that could segue. Does St. Louis have any chance against nope. Colorado?
1: Yes. No? Nope. <laughs> Josh? I say they have a chance just because they've been doing it all year, the same as the oh. Rangers. This is a bad team that is just defying luck. Their shooting percentage is insane. So if they can keep doing that, they have a lot of very high skill forwards who can do that. I don't know. I could see it going far, and I could totally – I mean, it's the freaking NHL playoffs. The best team never makes it, I feel like. Like, you know, like the number one team or the number two team, I feel like they just never make it all that far. And Colorado can't make it past the second round. So – I'm not saying St. Louis is going to win, but I definitely think they ha- they could have a chance. Except I don't like Bennington, so. Yeah, I was about to say, is yeah, he still starting? starting okay. Yeah, he's starting. Tonight. Oh no, they got no chance. Colorado, as oh, we man. record this on Tuesday, by the way, like before game one,
0: Bennington. Do you think does Colorado does Colorado lose a game?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll say one. Okay. Bennington, Bennington's bad, but he has the ability to randomly be good for like That's how goalies work. Out I hear. Time. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. some goalies don't have that ability, but...
0: Well, we'll call, we'll call Colorado in five, just for fun. Sure. And we'll say they win. I guess, I guess Adam just decides now. Well, I mean, look, what, are you, what do you want? What do <laughs> you kidding, want? I'm
1: joking. I, I would... I, I do think St. Louis... I did not even have a chance at all, but it would be cool to see Colorado start the playoffs 8-0. Yes. Just
0: yes, it absolutely
1: rout St. Louis again. Like, they yes. are so much... They're rested, right? Like, they've been they rested. Like a week. Which
0: could be a bad thing, but it could also be really good. They it barely even... Them, like, They barely even had to try in their first series. They're probably doing all right. I mean, they had
2: that one overtime game that everybody forgot about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for some reason. I don't really know how that even got there. But anyway, Um, the last series of the first round in the East is uh, Carolina, New York. I don't really know what more there is to say about this besides it's going to be as far as Shosturkin takes them. Um, And we just don't know how far that's going to be because that's why you watch. Louis thoughts on that (laughs) I mean yeah no it's pretty
2: much kind of like Colorado St. Louis just not to the same extreme like Carolina's nowhere near as good as well maybe not no well they're not as good no they're not as good as Colorado but New York like they just won a series where they I I don't remember if it's actually the lowest expected goal share uh (laughs) team has ever had and win a series but it's close. Like they got absolutely murdered and got bailed up by Schuster. And Hey, it could happen again, but. Oh, right, like it's... Carolina's a
1: better team than Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like like, that, yeah. This, this has to it be. It also over. took them a lot of injuries on Pittsburgh to get to seven. and win, Right. Like, yeah. It also took them to shoot on Louie Damaig for
0: most of the, <laughs> yeah, season.
1: exactly. And I mean, uh, Carolina does not have starter like Freddie Anderson either, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But has been oh, good.
0: Ronta's been good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just mean, Fred Anderson's playoff track record's not spectacular,
0: so it's not like it's like
1: a huge well, issue for Carolina.
0: You could also attribute that to the team he played on. Yeah. But, either way. Um, what are we thinking? And Carolina finally does it, pulls it out, takes out the Rangers. Yeah,
1: going far, though. Going the distance, because Chester can steal a couple games. Six or that, seven. I okay. agree with that, yeah.
0: Sure. So, that means that we have, if I'm counting correctly... What did we say for the Alberta? Who's gonna win? We said we wanted Edmonton, but that doesn't really mean anything.
2: I, I, I think it, I think it'll be Calgary, but oh well, we I have to make want, a decision. I, I don't mind
0: either. No, we don't. I mean, we can say we need a decision, but we can look back on it and see who was right. Okay, so Louis says Edmonton, and Josh nope. says nope. nope. Try around. Louis says Calgary, and Josh says Edmonton. Just like I said the there first time. Go. Um, we said. Oh, what did we... Well, we said Colorado. We said Carolina. What did we say? Florida. Florida. Or Tampa? You said Florida? I,
2: I, yeah. Florida, but it'll be like in five or six if they win, but Tampa Bay would be in seven.
0: Well, that doesn't count as a prediction. Like, what, what the Florida, I'll say, I'll say Florida, odds, Florida. Florida. Six. Okay, good. Yeah. Florida. So it's going to be Florida against Carolina in the Eastern final, and it is going to be Colorado versus one of Edmonton and Calgary. In <laughs> all the, all the number <laughs> one seeds for me. Woo! yep that's never a, well we know that's not how it's gonna work so someone's gonna be wrong about something
2: please so. can we just let it happen once I just want to see good
0: hockey yeah it's true that's <laughs> yeah, a fair point Edmonton's good hockey now though honestly if Dallas won that series I would have been so upset <laughs> that is like the worst that's the most unwatchable hockey team I've ever seen in my life I tried to watch one game of that like Calgary at uh, Dallas I was like this is brutal well, this at this is...
2: point, you just watch it for Jake Ottinger. Like, yeah, no, I know they ended up losing, like maybe on the shift after. But did you see him yes. in overtime? Yes? yes. Or On Sunday night, game seven. Oh, the Good whole Lord. game was crazy. Yeah. yeah, he saved like almost like two goals above expected per, per game that entire series.
0: It's gonna be exciting. The second round, I think, at least we'll see. most of the series. Should we be. hope. We hope. Yeah, we hope. Uh, so we will see. We'll see how those shake down, see how, how our predictions stand up when, uh, when the dust clears. But uh, those start tonight. We're recording this on the, uh, on the Tuesday here. So I think the games tonight are the Florida-Tampa game and the, no idea, Colorado-St. Colorado-St. Louis, yes. So starts tonight. Should be fun. Uh, the other thing going on in the world of hockey right now is the World Championships in Finland. Uh, they've gotten underway. Canada's 3-0 right now, I believe. They've beaten Italy. They've beaten... Oh, boy. Slovakia. Help me. Slovakia. Germany. And Germany. Yes, that's right. The Stutzel game. Um, Speaking of that, Tim is having a tough go. Uh, He's uh, he's getting pushed around. He's getting high-sticked and yelling at people and slashing people. And then when you didn't think it could get any worse, you... Gets injured in the third game. Uh, Now, you know, people thought it was really bad, like the injury was going to be bad. They just came out with a report today that apparently it's not as bad, which is good. And the good thing is, actually, is, well, Pierre Dorian's there, probably just scouting and looking around. And the entire Ottawa Senators trading staff is Team Canada. So, he can literally just, you know, go down a block to their hotel and get checked out, I'm sure, which is nice. Uh, But it looks like Tim's going to be okay, at least. Maybe, I don't know if he's going to play another game in the tournament. Maybe he will, but... Seems like no long term repercussions there. Um, Shabbat looks good. Batherson looks good. Nick Holden looks good. Nick Holden looks good. Adam uh, Godet looks good. Adam Godet God God score. Austin Watson got
1: a five minute major.
0: Yeah, that's he's definitely he's still doing that. That's, that's for sure.
1: Still an associate captain.
0: Oh, he's a leader, man. From the box. Yeah, let him be. Um and there you know, there's some prospects there. Slavkovsky, Louie i know you love him
2: yeah he's been good i mean <laughs> unfortunately it's looking less and less like you'll be a sense option because um obviously we didn't move up and because he's done so well at international tournaments <laughs> his stock yeah. has risen so much that he he's probably going to go two or three just based on like the feeling right now he's you know what most...
1: though sorry i didn't mean yeah, I go cut yeah, you off go on uh you say two or three, but I've seen people talking online that Shane Wright's not a slam dunk to go first anymore. And Slavkowski could very well go. I'm so do you guys you guys know David St. Louis, who works yes, for Elite yeah. Prospects? Yeah. So basically, well, you also know Grant McKag. I'll go further back. Grant McKag. <laughs> yes. A lot of people don't like him, but we don't have to get into that. Point being is I'm sure he knows people. Um in the industry and he said like he's talked to current nhl scouts who say like shane wright is not even top two on the board so it's very possible that the habs you know want to go a different route um especially because he had a very poor showing in the playoff in the ohl playoffs and apparently a lot of scouts thought that was like that this is his last chance to prove to us that he deserves first and he didn't prove it so um david st louis quote tweeted it and said like i agree with grant here um you know Shane Wright's definitely up in that tier, but there are definitely going to be teams that don't have him first or maybe even second. And I think the most likely candidate to replace that is Slavkovsky. Wow. Um, so yeah, I don't even know if he's you know, he could be gone by two. You never know. And I don't even know if it would be like an insanely bad pick. You know, it wouldn't be like Kotkanemi at three type. Oh. But I do still think Shane Wright's like the guy at first and they should yeah, just so- not even think about it. But you never know. Uh, K- it's the Kingston, NHL
0: draft. Kingston did lose in the second round, by the way, to North Bay. That was uh, an awful
2: second round of the OHL playoffs. Every series went four or five. It was yeah, terrible.
0: It was, uh, thank God for the NHL playoffs because that was brutal. Um, we'll see, man. All, all, I mean, all year and ever since the draft lottery, Habs fans have just been like, Shane Wright, Shane Wright, Shane Wright. <laughs> but it would be really interesting if they wanted It would round.
2: break my heart if they picked Sofkowski, Though I really want to cheer for him. But if he's on
1: the Habs, that's going to be so much harder um okay so uh the world championship had me thinking a little bit because i'm also reading some stuff on twitter that's like kind of got my attention lately and it is a new name that we didn't talk about in our last episode um that could be our selection at number seven he's currently at the world championships he is from switzerland and it is marco casper louis have you had a chance to watch him yet because i haven't but he's my next A a little
2: bit. Uh, Seven is a little rich for me, but I think, yeah, I guess I haven't mentioned him since uh, the World Juniors episode, but basically, if there's one word I could use to sum him up, up, it would just be violent. Like, the guy goes out there to absolutely kill people, so I could totally see the sense picking him, and it would be really fun to watch. I don't think I'd go with him at seven, but I've seen some people rank him pretty high, and I haven't scouted him too, too much, so I could... I could go back and look at more of his tape, and it would be interesting for sure.
0: I think Marco Casper is from Austria, by the way, not Switzerland. Oh, sorry, yeah, it is yes, Austria. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Is that, so that would make sense why
1: he's playing in the SHL now. Yeah, Austrian. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I I was also reading like David Saint Louis it was kind of like in the same thread or very close back to back talking about Casper. They are saying like a lot of guys at elite prospects like him around the top fifteen. So it's not even like you know reaching on him the same way you reached on a second rounder in Tyler Boucher, right? Yeah. Yep. Or, you know, a, a probable second rounder. So it wouldn't be crazy. And you're still going for a guy who's, you know, proved that he can play professionally in the SHL, you know, not in a huge role, but he, he had 11 points this year in 46 games, which isn't the worst you've, you'd ever see for a, a young guy in the SHL. He also had six points in thirteen playoff games, which is, of course, really good. Yeah. And now he's having a good showing at the World Championships, which helps everyone's draft stock when they do that.
2: What's his stat
1: line right now at the at the World? He just has one assist, but again, like he's playing for Austria, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what the
0: record is, but Austria had a nice win the other day. I know. Uh, yeah. Or, yes, or was it today or yesterday? Uh, in a shootout overtime shootout against the Czech awesome. Republic. That was uh. So that's. Yeah, that was good for them. They also took they took the U.S. to overtime, which is awesome. Uh, and then Luke Hughes, Luke Hughes scored and pulled out a Kuznetsov bird celly for some reason, but each their own. Um, but yeah, you know what? World Championships have been fun. I always I always enjoy this tournament. Um, you get to see countries that you don't usually see. Like Great Britain is there, Italy is there, Norway is there, Austria is there. So. It's fun. Games have been actually pretty fun, uh, the ones that I've watched at least, so definitely would recommend tuning in, watching the former SENS, and maybe some future players as well at the Worlds. Uh, And one last piece of business here before we log off is we have to review these over-unders. We have to see how we did. So I went back and listened to this episode, which I believe was episode like 11 or something. Anyway, don't quote me on that, but um essentially what I did is I asked Louie and Josh some specific over-unders for players or team um, for the 2021-22 season, which has obviously ended the regular season for the Sens. So we will revisit and see how they did. Uh the first one was the over-under was Matt Murray's save percentage at 910. We could do uh Matt Murray's save percentage at 910. Louis said under. Josh said under. This is a theme, by the way, that you're gonna see throughout these over-unders. Um, and Matt Murray's save percentage this year was 906. So that's a win. That's a that's a win for for Louis and Josh. But it, it wasn't, wasn't it was yeah, it almost was it was in jeopardy when Murray was like a 930 for two weeks for some reason. Arizona saved the, us yeah, he played the coyotes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Arizona coming in clutch as always saves the boys and tanks Matt Murray's save percentage in one game to go to nine Oh six. So they, they have secured a victory in the over under, uh, for number one, one to know, we'll call it as a group. <laughs> number two, will Tim Stutzel hit 50 points this year. Louie said over Josh, believe it or not also said over and Tim Stutzel came in with 58 points this year. So, another and another saved, win for the boys.
1: Saved towards the end of the year because yeah. he went off. It was like a point yeah. per game for the last third or so of the season. Yeah, 25 to 30 20%. games. Yeah,
0: yeah these, were in, these were in jeopardy. A lot of these were in jeopardy for a bit. Like the ones that they got right. I, they were quite close.
2: And then you get to the next
0: one. Well, this one was not very <laughs> close. Uh, Connor Brown had that like two years ago. He had that stupid like eight goals in a row. Like eight games with a goal run. And he had 21 goals that year. And so my over-under question was for this next season or the one that had just happened, will Connor Brown score over or under his 2020, 2021 season goal total, which was 21. Louie said over and Josh, who likes to say the exact same thing as Louie or vice versa. Cause I don't Whoa. know who said it first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'm come
2: on. I'm taking the credit. No, it's me. They both said
0: it over. Connor Brown came in at a, at a very, very close 10 goals. So that be was... so let's let's dissect the reasoning here. Two okay. things.
1: One, yeah. he had his worst shooting percentage of his career this yeah. season at 8%. Yeah. Two, he missed 20 games. He missed a quarter of the season, which yeah. wasn't really anticipating.
2: Should have seen a couple. So, from.
1: like, yes, even if, of course, he, he shot a little bit better um, and, you know, made, played the entire season, he still wasn't on pace for 21 goals. But, like, I was expecting he, – he normally is an above-average shooter, right? His career is 12%. Yeah. And he shot two-thirds of his career average. So, let's just say he played 82 games. With his career average shooting, he would have definitely hit 20. But I was not expecting, you know,
0: but that combination to happen. All those stats and logic is cool, but you were wrong, so I don't care. It was.
2: Um, by a significant margin. By a lot. That's
0: I'm under a half. half. Yeah, I know. I'm almost tempted to give you, like, two losses for that, but I won't because I'm a nice guy, so call it two and one. Oh,
1: well, thank you so much.
0: Next, we talk about Eric Branstrom a lot on this podcast, so it made sense that we gave an over-under for Eric Branstrom. Wasn't a typical over-under. Uh, it was NHL games played because he's in and out of the lineup, so we thought, why don't you give him – 45 games over-under this year. Um, Louie and Josh, once again, both said over. Uh, he played 53. It was close. It was decently yeah. close. It was a good, good over-under by me. won't pat myself on the back, but it was nice. Uh, but they did call it. It was over. Over by eight games. Was it in jeopardy really ever? Not really. I mean...
2: When was the last time he missed a game? Because he basically played all the games towards the end of the year. Well, because was... once
0: Delzato got sent down, I think. Yeah. That was, that was what kind of won it for you, probably. And the fact that they... He was also they, like... injured. So, like, that's part yes. of why he missed yeah. games, right? Towards yep. the start of the year. Yep, that's fair. Sure. He does get to 53, which eclipses the 45, which was the over-under target. So, now, it would have been really funny if he got 45 on the dot, and then that would have... I don't know how we would have scored that, but it didn't happen, so they're 3 then and you one. win,
2: because you set the then over-under perfectly. Yep.
0: You're right, I win. Now, this next one, finally, there is some diversity in the answers. And of course, it was Nikita Zaitsev. Nikita Zaitsev over under minus 10 on the year. Uh, obviously, under being he would be a worse plus minus than minus 10. Louis thought that Nikita Zaitsev would have a worse plus minus than minus 10. Josh disagreed, had some confidence in Nikita Zaitsev and thought he would be better. And he was right. Because Nikita Zaitsev came in at a very respectable minus seven, and Louis is so much better than Louis. Clearly, <laughs> Louis, what do you? What do you want to defend yourself or? Are you yes,
2: did you do. Okay, so going into this, this was the top four because we were talking about this when we were trying to dig these up, and I'm pretty sure Josh, you were even surprised that you had said over, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> no, top... no, I was so confident. All <laughs>
2: so the top four because this was like towards the end of preseason or maybe during preseason it was around like september or early october but at that point the top four seemed to be coming into the season shabbat zub delzato zaitsev yep which we did not think would work out and i mean how long did that pairing last like not long four or five games and then delzato got sent down so yeah i i just thought it wouldn't work out he didn't so i didn't think he'd play with shabbat a ton i don't he didn't play like a massive amount with Shabbat. He still played a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. I just I just thought he'd have well, a much or maybe wrong. not much, but lower one. Yeah.
0: You're wrong. You're wrong. You are incorrect and wrong. And so now Josh is winning. And the the cool thing about that is for the last two, you both said the same thing. So Josh wins. I could already say it. Uh congratulations Josh. You win absolutely. Yeah, Zaitsev wins me. So the, yes. uh, the Coming in touch.
1: So, Adam, you went back and watched that episode, right?
0: I I watched the, yeah, I listened to the What What was my reasoning for For, this? I don't remember. I can't, I can't, I I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember the whole thing, but essentially, I think what you said is that you mentioned the Delzato Zaitsev pairing, and then I think you, you, you had confidence that the Sens would realize how bad that pairing was. Okay, yeah, that's what it, yeah.
1: So, and put him back with Shabbat, right? I think is what I kind of I don't know, if you did did I, know exactly, no, but no, I think I remember. I think I said he would, they would oh, played put third pair down, and you think he was gonna play third yeah. pair, which he yeah, didn't, yes. but which I was still right.
0: But you're still, still right. right, so you're right, and is wrong. Um, so Nikita Zaitsev wins Josh the series, but there are two more over-unders, so you can see if the guys got these ones right too. The uh, the second last one here, uh, the over-under for Ottawa's power play percentage 17.5 percent. Now now here's what I'm gonna say. They both so they both said over, which is correct. Louis said slam the over, as in he thought it was going to be way over. No, I the said it's gonna be one point eight percent. No, over, I so. no, it's with much, <laughs> yes, with a lot of
2: confidence that it would be
0: higher. 19.3 percent was the actual Ottawa power play percentage, which I would not qualify as, as way over 17.
2: Okay, power when power I five. say slam the over, hold on, hold on, hold on. When I say slam the over, I I, I do a lot of statistics and probability work. Mm. This is with higher certainty that it would be over. Not as in, I think it's going to be way higher. What I'm saying mm. slam the over. No,
1: let's go back. Let's, let's roll the clip. Episode the clip. 11.
0: We're not going to roll. It. I don't know if that's
1: what he said, but we're going to act like he did.
0: Yeah. I remember
1: uh, I'm going to quote him without remembering. He said, it's going to be 33%.
0: Yep. I heard that too. Actually. I remember I he said, it's going to be
1: double 17.5. Yeah. So he said, exactly. Be... Yeah. They're going to be first that. in the
0: league by 10%. That's what I heard. And he was Louis, so tough wrong. Bounce. Wow. Okay. And, and we're, not gonna give, we're not yeah. going to give Louie a chance to defend it. Uh, and he's wrong. So, but he's right. But he's also wrong. But he's he's right. But he's wrong. Anyway, uh, the last question was the all-encompassing one. And, of course, I ended it with a terrible number. So, that's on me. <laughs> but, uh, essentially, we predicted, or, well, no, we didn't predict. I set the over-under for I think wins.
2: Adam just loses this one. There's I lose, it's yeah. I'll loses. take. I can
0: take the L on this. So I said I, I, in the spur of the moment, having not prepared anything for the episode, put the over under at Sens wins at forty for some reason. And I, I think I, when I was listening back, my reasoning was like I was like counting like we we had collectively predicted that the Sens were going to get like about like eighty five points, and so I was like, okay, well, well, <laughs> well, forty of those points, or uh, you know, eighty of those points could come from wins. So that's forty wins. And then, which is, which is obviously not what happened. Um, now, Louis and Josh were smart enough to understand that I was not correct even at all in the slightest on that over-under. And they both took the under, which is correct, because the Suns only won 33 times this year. So, congratulations on your big victory. I'm going to be honest, I lost count of what the record was, but Josh wins and Louis loses, so that's all that matters. And I guess I kind we of only got it. one wrong. Well, I
1: only got one wrong. Sorry. We got two wrong. Yes, it's exactly. Not so they did pretty good, good.
0: good, but
2: I confidently predicted one that was right <laughs> <laughs> too confidently. <That's> Scraped fire
0: <laughs> too confidently. Uh, so that was fun. We will definitely be doing these again next year. And hopefully I could put a better over under number on wins than 40. Um, Adam, you know what though? I'm going to
1: I'll cut you some slack. Okay. If the Sims don't have that COVID outbreak in November, they probably end at like 37 or 38, and your number is not bad at all. Wow. What did they go? Like, Didn't they go like 1 in 10 in November? 1 in 11 like, I or think, something, yeah. 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 So you know what? Let's, if we gave them four more wins without that outbreak, you're close. You're off by three.
0: Oh, that's you're still so wrong. Sweet. but <laughs> That's so sweet.
1: And, you know, if anything, next year when we do them, you'll have a little bit more experience, and maybe wow. you'll have a better number.
0: See, this is the Zoomcast is all about the friends you make along the way. No, you don't want Adam. Experience. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, we're gonna end the episode. Uh, thank you very much for bearing with us and listening to our second round excitement, second round predictions. Um, and yes, before we end it, actually, we would like to express a huge, large, big thank you to the Zoomcast faithful for one thousand total downloads. That's a pretty cool number, guys. That's awesome. Uh. Thank you for the continued support. Um, we hope that you like it. Like, I mean, if you wouldn't have downloaded it a thousand friggin' times if you didn't like it. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope you keep listening. We are going to have a guest next week, by the way. We're very excited to have a guest next week um, to give out the first annual, drumroll please, the first annual Zoobcast Awards uh we're very excited to give out these awards we've been planning this for days now days entire days like two but anyway um last that's gonna night, be next yes. week yeah last night but we got a lot done last night oh yeah um it's gonna be Zocast awards thank you so much for listening to this episode definitely stay tuned for next episode because you're not going to want to miss it giving out the awards with a special guest who i'm not going to spoil who it is um But thank you very much for listening. Thank you for a thousand downloads. Thank you for the continued support for sticking with us. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, everybody. Bye.